the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pastor John Allworth. behaviors and addictions are rampant in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth and Tony D. starts now. They'll take your calls and share how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ saved them and can do the same for you or your loved ones. God wants you to walk into the light. Recovery Radio Houston is live. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. The Lord has given us a beautiful day, and I am here with my friend, Pastor Boyd Harrell. Pastor, how are you today? I'm very blessed. Thank you for having me. Well, we're just so honored to have you here. You know, Tony B. is out this week, but uh, I'm here with this wonderful man of God who has an amazing ministry. Again, it's Pastor Boyd Harrell. He's uh, of Cool Ministries. I love the name. That's so cool. (laughs) Amen. So buckle your seatbelts because uh, for an amazing journey, uh, the trials and tribulations that he went through and the powerful transformation through his relationship with Lord Jesus once he fully surrendered and gave his life to to Christ. Amen. Pastor, this show is about hope, the hope that Jesus Christ offers to the lost, to the brokenhearted, specifically those that are under the bondage of addiction. You know, God wants you to know out there, I don't care where you've been, what you've been through, uh, where you find yourself tonight. You know, he's got a mighty purpose in your life. He loves you beyond anything that you can understand, and, and he will forgive you. You just need to turn your life over to him. So let's open in prayer. Father God, we come to you today with humble hearts, Father. We are just so grateful for never giving up on us, for for transforming our lives once we accepted your free gift. You are so majestic, so mighty. God, we give you all the glory and all the praise. Father, we we just ask that you heal our nation right now. Take away this pandemic, Father God, and take away the pandemic of addiction. Lead people to the one that can transform their lives, and that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray all these things in our mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have a great show tonight. I'm I'm excited this afternoon. uh, You know, as I said, I've just been getting to know Pastor Boyd and and, uh, just a remarkable story. So I want you to hang on. I think you're going to see through his story the glory of God and the power of transformation. We were talking earlier, Pastor, how, you know, you and I really can't do anything, but but we can lead him to somebody that can, and his name is Jesus Christ, and he did it in our lives. And, you know, we're talking to people out there. You may find yourself under a bridge today, but there are people. One of the blessings of doing this show is is that we see people that are in the kingdom that are, that are that are helping people. You know, I don't care if you don't have any money. There are faith-based programs out there that that will lead you to Jesus and and he will set 
you free. And so it's just such a blessing to to share people like Pastor Boyd that are doing such incredible work in the kingdom, just listening to God, just being obedient to him. So, uh, you know, and we're also talking to people who I don't care who you are. You're recovering from something. We talked about that uh, because we're all recovering from sin. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, But we're also talking to people out there who have family members, Mm -hmm. friends that may be in prison, loved ones, uh, or that may be, you know, under the bondage of addiction. Uh, They're functioning or people that think they're functioning, alcoholics and and drug addicts out there. So there's a wide number of people, and we all need to make – Jesus Christ, number one in our lives. So we, we, we can take your calls today at 1-800-808-5548. That's 800-808-5548. You can call to talk to Pastor Boyd, ask him questions, or if you have questions about Jesus, we'd love to talk to you. If you, have a, if you need prayer requests, we'd, we'd love to take your prayer requests. You don't have to give us your name. If you want to be anonymous, that's okay. Uh, we're just here to, to, try to try to help, lead you to recovery resources, people that can help you. And and most importantly, uh, lead you to Jesus Christ so you can have that relationship that can really set you free. So if you're suffering yourself or you know somebody that's under the bondage of addiction, come along with us. It's a spiritual journey. It's a journey of awakening. It's a journey of a, you know, that pastor, that's why we started this show is because we just wanted to shout from the mountaintops that that people don't have to live the way they they do you know the enemy's so got true. them under bondage and 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 th- there's we've got a vaccine for this this thing called Absolutely. addiction and bondage his name is jesus christ the blood of jesus. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, right. that's exactly right and you know it's just so wonderful that uh, he's just done such incredible things i know in in both of our lives, of uh, our th- lives. that you know we just have a passion to try to help other people come to him because the time may be short you know uh, the Lord may be coming back, or you may get coronavirus, or you may get hit by a bus tomorrow. You never know uh, when your time is. So so there's a free gift of salvation, and there's a freedom in, in recovery that, that we want you all to have. So I'm going to start this interview now with, with Pastor Boyd, but I wanted everybody to know, again, if you want to join the program, you can call 800-808-5548. That's 800-808-5548. Pastor Boyd, how are you today? I'm very blessed, and I really love your spirit, and I can tell that God has blessed you with a great radio voice. He really has. <laughs> Praise him, man. Cause it's awesome. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. So uh, we're going to go through, Pastor, you know, your time of struggle and your time of tribulation, because we all face that on this earth. Jesus told us we would. And, you know, what's what's remarkable is is that really God can use anything and the the in the sense the worst our stories were the the you know mm-hmm. worst we situations we found ourselves in the more powerful testimony we have it's so, true it's true yeah so yeah I don't care where you're at don't give up there's hope there's hope in Lord Jesus right. you know and if your relative is you know you just can't you know they've disappointed you so many times you you just got to keep praying for them you just got to keep loving them not enable them that's a different that's different it's but, a fine line yeah it is but you just got to keep praying for them that they find the lord jesus so tell us first of all before we go through your life story give us a synopsis of what cool ministries is and what work you're doing today okay well first and foremost cool i got this acronym from the lord Amen. in a morning meeting in a safe p i was getting my treatment and cool stands for Christ over our life. Amen. And I really didn't understand it all at first that this would be the name of my ministry and this and that, but I knew that he called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Isn't that wonderful? And I knew that I had received a miracle on a concrete jail floor 
to get this thing going. So I surrendered my all. He showed up. It was great. But so what we do is we go to prisons and jails, drug treatment facilities, transitional living centers. We carry the message of hope, hope for the hopeless and that recovery from all forms of sin is indeed possible through a complete surrender to Jesus Christ. And just as you have so eloquently pointed out today, the program here is for everybody. It doesn't leave anybody out. A person doesn't have to have ever drank alcohol or did drugs or been to jail to benefit from what you're doing here. And I just thank God for that. But we, we have a nurturing church. We work closely with parole, probation, federal probation. Um, we have a strong presence in the Harris County jail. And, um, it's just been a, a wonderful wild ride. We have a Christ center 12 step recovery program, you know, that we help people get centered in Christ and work through the process, you know, of, of that, of that recovery process. Amen. Amen. And you know, one of the things we talked about last night, because we've got a recovery ministry called covenant recovery ministries yes. at, out in Humble at 901 Wilson road. We meet on Friday nights. But one of the things we talked about last night is you really don't turn that corner God wants us to share what we've what we have, and when you start helping other people, that's that's when re- recovery and, and joy takes off. Is when you really start taking. You know, one of the beautiful things about what we do, Pastor, is we see on uh, sometimes a daily basis that God's still in the miracle business. Oh, absolutely! Because <laughs> we see mountains that He's moved in people's lives that is just amazing. It's incredible. So, how often does your does your recovery ministry meet? Okay, well, we meet three times a week at headquarters, but we have other meetings that go on in the in the Gulf Coast area, like San Leon Baycliff okay. area out there. And then uh, we have a strong chapter of this in Lovington, New Mexico as well, and we really? have a brand new chapter just kicking off in San Antonio. Oh, praise the so Lord. It's, it's, it's getting out there a little bit, you know, but but uh, we have these three meetings in, in headquarters, and that's in northwest Houston. And uh, the Lord put us right across the street from the Houston One Parole Division. So it's oh, he's, isn't he wonderful. <laughs> it's amazing. What, what, what is the address of your church building? 5005 West 34th Street. And we're in Suite 103C, uh, you know, for the Google purposes of the maps. Where right. the, the, its address is 103C. However, the, the chapel that we meet in is right next door. Okay. It's in 105C, but they're like right there together. If somebody comes there to 5, what was the address again? 5005 West 34th. So they can find it. That's close to 290, isn't it? It's right about a quarter mile off of 290. It's on the corner of Kingswood Street and and 34th. So if they travel the the side of the building there, the length of the building to that parking lot in the back, down Kingswood, they'll be the closest to our suite. Amen. So if if somebody, and we're going to, again, we're going to go through your life story and, and, and how God brought you out of it. Uh, but if somebody wanted to help Cool Ministries as they're listening to this program, how could they help? Oh, just call us. Uh, you can just call my cell phone number, 281-687-8366. Um, many people do, and uh, thousands of people have the number, and so it's okay. You just call me, and we'll we'll get plugged in. I've got, I can send you uh, via text message the entire schedule. That would be the best way to get plugged in, you know, and we have several things going on each week. Amen. And then uh, I also went online and knowing that you were going to be a guest. And so you can go to Cool Ministries website. There's more than one Cool Ministries. So when I put in Cool Ministries Texas or Houston, you came up immediately. So, right. yeah. So they can find you on that as well. Coolministries.net. That's okay. correct. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. So before we get into the story again, just give us a brief thing, uh, detail about what you do in the prisons. Okay, well, you know, during this pandemic, of course, we've been locked out, and that's yeah. been breaking our hearts. But 
But normally what we'll do is um, I, I do teach a curriculum inside the prison walls, and um, we, we've just taken hundreds of people through that curriculum. And, uh, and so it's like a multiple-week class, and a, a volunteer facilitator takes the class in and teaches it each week for like 12 to 14 weeks. Depends on the unit and the schedules and stuff. And then we go, we frequent about 36 units. Wow. And we go uh, each year, we might hit some of them twice a, uh, a month. Some of them we hit once a month. Sometimes it's every other month. Sometimes it's just a couple of times a year. But we do frequent these prisons, and uh, we carry a church service. We carry worship music. I travel and have traveled for 19 years with a young man and his wife, uh, Eddie and Sandy B., of Conviction for Christ Ministries out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. He'll be at my church in the morning, actually. At 10 oh, really? Okay. And he travels the U.S., about 21 states wide. He's produced 43 albums, and we'll carry a music service in and preach and lift up hope and just really, Praise the Lord. You really know, connect with the folks. You know, and we're going to hear from your story. That's a wonderful place for people to find Christ. You know, God's mm-hmm. all about, we're all new creations when we find Christ, and he's all about second chances. Pray, praise the Lord. So and third and it's fourth. fourth and fifth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's tell, let the audience know about, uh, about you and, and, and this amazing journey that, that God's had you on. Again, if you want to join the program, you can call 800-808-5548. So let's talk about your your youth and your growing up. Where'd you grow up, Pastor? I grew up in southeast Houston, Texas, uh, yeah. right there in Sunnyside area around Hobby Airport, uh, you know, South Park, uh, right in that area. And um, I grew up in that dropout generation of the 60s, you know, uh, Vietnam and all that, and, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And right. If it feels good, do it. And so I got caught up in stuff I never really understood and my parents really were good, hard-working, decent folks, and they really didn't want that for their kids, but everybody was just getting so wild and caught up in things, you know, and yeah. so I was able to get away from them enough to get hooked up with other people in the neighborhood, the kids, and I started drinking alcohol when I was eight years old and wow. started smoking, uh, you know, marijuana when I was 10. I, of course, I guess I started smoking cigarettes first, even before alcohol, but um Sniffing glue and gasoline and spray paint out of bags. I mean, I got caught up into popping pills, all kinds of different kinds of pills. And I started shooting drugs in my veins when I was 13. Wow. And, uh, and that even included the use of heroin. I, of course, I started out shooting what they call PCP. And uh, I did a lot of that. And then I, I shot heroin at that young of an age. And it just took me deeper and deeper and deeper. And I got on that spiral down and. It wasn't too long, and I started getting in trouble with the law. First, it was misdemeanor trouble. I never really got probation, though. Uh, I ended up, when I was 18, I caught a, a robbery case. Wow. An aggravated robbery at that, and, of course, I went straight to prison. Yeah. Um, but I did get a break in court, and I think part of that was because I had lost a brother, an older brother, about a year and a half before that, that case was you know, gotten, and uh, he was a Vietnam vet. And he had lived through two two tours of Vietnam, and but he got killed in Houston. Oh, no kidding! And uh, so he, um, it just was a devastating thing. And I imagine highly decorated war hero and all that. And so my life just spiraled after that. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, you said several things there that that I picked up on. And thank you so much for for the candor and the honesty, because this this is the kind of testimony that helps people to know because. They see where you're at now, and they see what God took you through, and, and you've got just, you know just such a wonderful testimony and such a wonderful heart. Now, we had somebody on uh, Sasha McLean the other day 
from Archway Academy. That's a, a high school uh, here in Houston that takes in kids that have substance abuse problems and uh-huh. and incorporates recovery principles and it's 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 faith based uh, at yeah. least part of it's faith based. But they also you know do all the secular recovery tools too, twelve step meetings and smart recovery and and the whole nine yards. And so we're going to talk about twelve steps because I'm really fascinated by what you've de- developed there in a minute. But the other thing is that you talked about is, um, you know, the enemy, when he gets a hold of us, that's why I call it the bondage of addiction so often, because, you know, you're a slave to whatever you obey, and he gets us in bondage, man, and he hits us where we're weak, and once we start going down that path, we end up doing things that we would have never imagined if, if we'd been of our right mind, you know? That's right. People don't understand how powerful and cunning addiction is, and it just, is. It, how just a c- total control. You know, you, that's why you got to forgive people out there, folks, that I know you've, if you've got relatives and they've done things that are, you know, you, you might think are unforgivable, but the Bible tells us to forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive. So, um, and forgive. Yeah, <laughs> seven times 70. So, and we have trouble once or twice, many of us. That's so, true. Yeah, but, you know, that's another form of bondage, though, is if, you've, if you're wrapped up and you can't forgive. The other thing they talked about is, is that addiction doesn't discriminate. It's not like it, it's just bad people that grow up in horrible atmospheres. And it, it, you said you had loving parents who wanted good things for you. And here you are, you know, getting around the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And it's such an early age. Wow. So, yeah, yeah that's 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 uh, amazing. So you, you caught this robbery charge, aggravated robbery. And you, how long in, were you in prison that time? Well, and I really think it was a lot because of my brother and what had happened to him. The judge was very lenient on me. I only got five years. Okay. Yeah. And so I did. I ended up doing two. I went twice on that five years. I, I did two years down and three years on parole. Okay. And then I, as soon as I got off, I mean, as soon as I got off parole, I called another case. Wow. And um, just crazy, you know? Yeah, I know. It doesn't so, seem crazy now. If I look back on some of the things I did, uh, just just amazing. I wouldn't do them in a million years now, but that's because God has delivered me. Jesus. In those days, it seemed like I did better in, in prison than I could do on the streets because really? of the addiction. I just couldn't function out here, you know? And it just, so every time I got a break and, you know, I would try to build something. Because I had I had that uh, the demonic grip of that on my life and my mind, yes. I couldn't break out of it. Yeah, know? yeah, that's that's exactly right. There it is a demonic grip. Yeah, it only got it's it's uh, as as they say, addiction uh, is progressive. It, it it does get worse and worse and worse. So okay, well, how, your, your second case. How old are you at this point? You're going back into jail. Well, let's see. I was 18, um, and then of course uh, when I first caught that case, so then. So then uh, around uh, 25, I caught the, the second case, and that landed me 15 aggravated years. Oh, wow. So we tripled the time then. And, uh, and then so that was for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and burglary of habitation. And there were, there's a lot of details of that. But the thing is, is that, you know, it was just a real, real sad thing for a young man to get caught up in, you know. And uh, in that particular case, uh, the man who um, I had assaulted ended up, he was in recovery himself. Amen. So a year later when he saw me in court with my weight back on and I didn't look like a skeleton anymore, he, right. said, he said, what's the deal with that guy? And they told him, well, he was a drug addict. And he said, well, he is, does he want help? And they said, Praise yeah, Lord. he's as he's sweating us about trying to get some drug treatment. And they, they said, we're going to put him in prison. We're just trying to figure out how long. Yeah. He said, well, 
I'm in recovery. He said, uh, I'd like to see him get some help. Uh, praise the Lord. <laughs> so he testified on my behalf. Did he really? Yeah. That is so awesome, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, God had his hand on you the whole time. He did. He, he knew that you were going to have a mighty purpose in your life. And, and, and you know, he, it's amazing. I look back at all the times he took care of me. In, in different circumstances that I had no idea, <laughs> none whatsoever. But but uh, he is so good. He is so good. He knows what we need. So you, you go to prison for 15 years. Did, how much of that time did you serve? I did five years and four months on the first run, and okay. I got out on mandatory supervision. And lo and behold, because of no real true-to-the-call change inside now, God was in my life the whole time, so he was chasing me. Right. But, but I wasn't quite connecting the dots. And so then I get caught up in the drugs again, you know, a, a divorce and, you know, broken relationship, and I went back out again. And so right about the third year, I mm. caught another case. Okay. And, uh, and it was a robbery with a bodily injury. And so, so then um, that was my fourth physical trip by then. Okay. And I just— And these are all to TDC? Yes. And, okay. I, and I totally, totally hit my knees in that jail cell. Praise on Lord. April the 29th of 93, so that's 27-plus years ago. April the 29th, 1993. What a glorious date. <laughs> All the I, I angels mean, in heaven. For I, I, was, I was just, you know, I was doing like three fifties of heroin in a day and throwing an eight ball of cocaine on top of that. I was wow. really, really at the height of something I couldn't even comprehend. And, yeah. uh, and when, that, when, that, when that night happened and they arrested me, my mother came to visit me. And uh, she basically cut my strings. Uh, she said, uh, "She said I love you, but I'm married to your father, and he's done with you. And uh, he loves you too, but I won't be able to put money on your books. I won't be able to come see you. There will be no bondsmen. There will be no lawyers. You're you're on your own." She said, "But I know somebody, Amen. and I have a personal relationship with him." Wow! And she said, "He will help you." Oh, he'll do for you more than your parents could have ever done. (laughs) Isn't that so true? (laughs) (laughs) And so she said, I need for you to commit to me that you'll go in there and do some business with him. Oh, wow. And then she said, and one more thing. And I said, yes, Mom. And she said, "Um, promise me you won't hurt yourself. Mm, Wow. Because you were probably at that point. Oh, I was so, I was, I would have rather died than go back to prison by then. Yeah, I I just did five years without three years. Yeah, yeah. I thought, man, so... I went in there and did business. I, I just I just surrendered my all to Christ. I, I told the Lord, I said, you know, I don't have anything to give you, but this violence and anger and rage, this heart filled with hate, my filthy mind and nasty mouth, you can have the guns, the knives, the heroin, the cocaine, the alcohol, the meth. You can have it all. I'll give you the pornography. You can have every aspect of my life, good, bad, and indifferent. You can have my eyes, ears, hands, feet, my fear, my doubt, my unbelief, and I said, God, if you never let me out again for the rest of my life, I'll serve you till I die. Praise Jesus. If you deliver me from these demons. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. And April 29th, 1993. Yes, sir. That, and where were you when you hit your knees? It was at the Southwest Command Station of the Houston Police Department. I think they tore the building down because it had a fault line problem or something. <laughs> that is about the devil got mad. He said, you know what, I just lost this one. <laughs> so, oh, man, it was glorious. And Jesus just stepped right in the ring with me, and it was a violent takeover. It was it was the most bizarre thing I'd ever experienced spiritually. I mean, Holy every, Ghost. Oh, it was so powerful. He, It was like he physically handled the devil for me 
praised because uh, we can't. I, I couldn't. You couldn't. None of us are capable of doing it. I it mean, takes him. He, he, it was like I've seen violence. I've been involved in violence, but I've never seen anything so violent as the way that he shut the devil down. He ripped that addiction out of me, and, and I had dope nightmares after that. There was lots of things to walk through, lots of uh, mind issues to overcome. Uh, I still went to prison, you mm. know, didn't get out of jail. Um, but it was the most phenomenal breakthrough that I had ever experienced. Praise God. You know, people sometimes don't understand that God will deliver us on the spot, but it's still a journey. It's still a journey after that. It's still a journey. I mean, you know, you can be saved your whole life, but you still got to be around Christians, go to church and not get trapped back into sin. So I think sometimes people lose that in the translation when they hear of a testimony that's powerful like that, where there's a real, real intervention of God. Right. They they don't maybe catch the part where the person still has to walk a lot of things out. You do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. It's not over. And the enemy's still going to be out there like a roaring lion. So you you gotta you gotta keep working. You know, without God, I can't. But without me, God won't. So uh, that's good. Yeah, so, amen. We got a call in line one. Um, we got David. Uh, thank you for joining Recovery Radio Houston. How are you today? Doing wonderful. Thank you very much, Pastor. And how are you guys today? Uh, we're highly really blessed. Good. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I was just sitting here listening to this, and I just want to say um, how thrilled I am. Um, I came out of an addictive situation myself, and I know that when God finally really reached down, and, and I guess when I was really ready, um, we met at the same same crossroads, and uh, He lifted my life out. And hearing the things that you're doing for the for the people, the reentry, and and helping people get back on their feet, that just is a real a real blessing to me. And I just want to say thank you for your um, for your for your work. And I know that God will abundantly bless you with many things in the, in the days to come. Thank you, sir, David. Thank you so much for calling the program. That's that uh, that's wonderful. And we're obedient to God, and He opens doors that we can't even imagine. So, uh, anything else, brother? That's it. I hope you guys have a wonderful and blessed day in Jesus. Okay, God bless God you, bless brother, you, and, and uh, glad you had the same experience. And it's out there for anybody that wants it. It's out there for anybody that wants yes, it. That's you just right. Got to hit yes, your knees and and lift your voice to the to the Creator of the universe, and He is there to answer. When we're down to nothing, He's up to something. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's great. That's great. All right, David. Thank you for calling the program today. Have a blessed day. Anybody else out there wants to join and tell us your story of victory or your story of struggle, we're here to help you. It's 800-808-5548. All right, so you hit your knees, and and this uh, violent, uh, you know, it almost reminds me of the road to Damascus, but this violent uh, encounter occurred, and and you gave your life. You fully surrendered to that point. Because like you said, God had been tugging on you before that. Oh, yes, he had been chasing me down, but I, I never could connect the dots about getting your mind into it. You know, like you get... You get born again in your heart, right? But you still got to do something on purpose with your mind. Yes, you do. And and so you can't just. It's just not a one step thing. I mean, there's 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 multiple intricate parts of this. Yeah, we had a brother on the other day that was uh, in prison, and and he said that God wasn't going to let him out until he returned to his first love and gave himself fully to to, to Christ, and and uh, that's when everything began to change for him. So. Mm-hmm. So you're in prison now, and how much longer did you have to stay in there? Five years and three months. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was pretty wild because I did get the drug treatment, you know. Right. I, I finally got the drug treatment that I that I had really needed all my life. Sure. I got it. And, um, That's Safe P you were talking about. Safe P, a yeah. substance abuse felony punishment facility under the 
guidelines of the TDCJ. Which is so sad in our country that, and I think we're getting smarter about it, but that, that we incarcerate people who just really need help, you know, well, or that we don't combine them, at least like the Safe P program. Yeah. Well, true that, and it's like we've, we've our prison system has become a great, huge mental health facility, you know, and and people, they're really struggling and they need help, and, and I don't make light of my crime. Right. My crime resulted in I deserved every bit of the time I did. There's no doubt about that. Sure. I had no problem embracing that. And, and under- it, well, it helped you. <laughs> I asked it to save if, my it had, life. if it hadn't been for that, God knew what you needed. He actually <laughs> rescued me. Yeah. It, you know, in spite of it. You know. Amen. And uh, so, tell tell me about uh, what what was prison like then after you really f- fully surrendered to, to Jesus? Well, uh, prison was better than I had ever thought it could be. Really. With Jesus being the Lord, praise the Lord. Lord. I mean, yeah. it was, it was like um, pr- the three trips before that were just um, prison games. You know, I mean, I tried to, I tried to stay out of trouble. Yeah, because I, 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 I just felt like that was a wise thing to do. You know, I seen, sure. seen what happened to people who didn't. Yeah, and I didn't want that for myself. Sure, but that fourth time when I surrendered my life to Christ, He taught me how to renew my mind, how to walk upright in the prison setting without playing the prison games. And so everything changed for me. And you're able to start ministering to other people. Absolutely, including guards. Amen. Yeah, and who needed sometimes as much as as the people in prison. We're going to go on a break now for for a minute, but this is just fascinating. It's such a wonderful story of the power of a transformation with the relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what we want people to to understand out there and to have hope for themselves or their loved ones or whoever. So we're going to come back with Pastor Boyd. We're going to find out all about uh, what happened, how he got into the ministry. And and, uh, we really need two hours today, but we're going to make do with what we have. And uh, we'll be right back. Now, you can join us at, you can join his ministries. On what days do do you all meet? Monday nights at 7 p.m. for Cool Recovery. Okay. And then Wednesdays and Fridays from 12 to 1 p.m. All right. We'll tell you about the ministry in Humble. Folks, there's help out there. You just got to take Jesus' hand and he's there for you. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Recovery Radio Houston. You're here with Pastor John Allworth and Pastor Boyd Harrell, and we are discussing Pastor Harrell's amazing, amazing story. And really, it's a story about hope, and it's a story about the power of a relationship, the transformative power of a relationship with Jesus Christ that we have been so blessed to both experience in our lives. And we just want to shout it from the mountaintops that uh, it's there. And we're going to get into, we're going to finish up uh, uh, the part of his story where he came to Christ and was in prison, and then we're going to get into all the ministry activities that Cool Ministries is doing today, because it's just amazing, folks. And, you know, what he's doing is just being obedient to the calling that God's got on his life and leading people to Christ who can who can actually do something to change them, transform them, to save them, to, to restore them, to do. He's just an amazing, amazing, wonderful God. But we've got a, we've got a call first on line one. We've got Philip on line one. Philip, how are you today? Hello, John. I'm doing great. Hello, Pastor Boy. Hi, Philip. How are you, brother? You know what? I am so good, man. Every time I listen to this station and I listen to other people's stories, I think to myself, wow, I just heard my story. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing how I can call in and go to a meeting and, and hear the same people that have gone through the same exact thing as me. Yes, Isn't that amazing? Well, you two share something in common. Yeah. Number one, you're both wonderful men of God, because I think I know who, which Philip this is now. Um, that's that's the most important thing. But you also set the record for the earliest drinking on the show at eight, eight years old. Uh, unfortunately, the devil strikes early. So, Philip, uh, how are you, my brother? I'm doing great, enjoying this wonderful day. Isn't it a beautiful and, uh, day? I just wanted to call, and, uh, and I would love to, uh, if you could give... Pastor Boyd, my contact information, I'd love to touch base with him about his ministry and see if maybe we can do something together at Open Door Mission. I, I oh, will. Absolutely. And in fact, we Pastor Boyd and I talked before, and he has sent people over to the Open Door Mission before he's aware. You know, the Open Door Mission folks, and I'm going to let Philip talk here in a second, but I'm just so... You know, just so pleased that that God put those these people in my life. They have a incredible faith based program. They take addicted men, homeless men, people, men that are struggling with mental illness, and they really transform their lives. It's a holistic program that that addresses everything from legal issues to medical issues to dental issues to job training to putting together a resume. How to use a computer. Uh, and and then helps them find housing and, and helps them find jobs when they graduate from the program. But the most important thing is their number one principle is Jesus saves. Amen. Amen. So, so, Amen. So, yeah. So, Philip, you got you guys open the open door. You got something coming up, don't you? Yes, we have. You know, it's it's interesting because we hold a gala every year, and for our board members and their guests, and it's a big fundraising gala. And you know, two years ago we had a little problem with. Uh, Harvey, and it, it kind of derailed our, our gala. And then last year, Amelda decided to come through and derailed our gala. Wow. Well, this year, we want, didn't want to take any chances, so this year we're having our first ever virtual gala for Open Door Mission, and that's going to be Thursday at 7 p.m., and you could go to our website and click the link that will take you to our YouTube page so that you can watch us live, and uh, it'll give you options to, to donate or just watch Tommy and I. I'm going to be up there giving my testimony. Tommy's going to be there. It's going to be hosted by uh, Grace White from KHOU, and uh, it's going to be a, a great time. So people go to your website to get more information and to find out how to tune in. And to Give us that website again, please. Absolutely. That is Open Door Houston. Open Door Mission Houston dot org is our 
Oh, excuse me. I got there are two different things. YouTube is Open Door Mission Houston. That is our YouTube channel where you can be able to see it, or you can go to opendoormission.org. And that website also has a link that will take you right to the YouTube channel for you to be able to watch it there as well. Well, we hope that that's a a tremendous success because, you know, folks, if you both Cool Ministries and Open Door Mission, you know, if you want to help and and uh, both in times of time, volunteering, participating, you know, these ministries, they they need people that are mature Christians to help equip people as to become disciples. It's not just for people that are that are struggling. It's for for mature Christians to help. You know, we're called to disciple all, all nations. So, uh, you know, these they're in, so they need help. They need financial help. They need volunteers. They need people to participate. You know, Philip, uh, Open Door is still taking people in now, right? Because I know for a while you were. You were uh, quarantined and, and couldn't take anybody, any new entrance in, but y'all are still taking folks in, right? Yes, we've opened everything back up, and obviously we do want to uh, people have a negative COVID test prior to coming in, but we are our doors are all open. We have, uh, we've been getting new intakes every week, and uh, it's, it's great to have people back on the campus again and doing God's work. And, you know, I know it works. I mean, Pastor Boyd's sitting there, and so am I. I know it works. So yes. we're eager to help other people do the same thing. Yeah, and just, you know, starting every day when church is just so key, and, and you guys are just so wonderful, you know, because Philip's a graduate of, of the Open Door, and Jesus transformed his life. And, That's so and, awesome. And now he's the communications marketing director over there. Thank you, Father. And, Thank and, you, and, Lord. Isn't he awesome? God is so good. And uh, are you still having people call in, Philip, at 832-962-4249 to, to, if, they want to, if they want to come into the program? Absolutely, yes. They'll give you all the criteria that we need and uh, tell you what you can what you can bring and what you have to do and we'll welcome you with open arms. And they will, you know, and I know Pastor Boyd and I have both placed people in the open door and I've seen the program at work. I've seen how they transform people and I've gotten to know a bunch of guys over there and they're just wonderful guys that just have, you know, just have loving hearts and, and just want to pe- lead people to recovery through Christ. And so it's Amen. it's an amazing program, and I'm just proud that, uh, to be associated with it at all. And Tommy Thompson, the CEO over there, just is a, a man with a huge heart and uh, is just a he, – he was a former business – incredibly successful business uh, executive. And one day he just said, you know what, I'm going to give my life to the Lord, and I'm going to do ministry from now on. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he's in recovery too. You know, he's got, Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, he's just a, a wonderful guy. So normally they take walk-ins, but right now you've got to call 832-962-4249. And this is what I was talking about. I don't care if you're under a bridge or if you've got relatives, no matter where you're at, this you know it's free <laughs> you just call them up and and you know we people say it's a seven month program and people say well i'm not gonna there's a real resistance to that i can't give seven months well how about the decades that some of us gave to addiction oh. you know seven months is nothing for a transformed life it, yeah. it, it really isn't so how about all the time and all the effort you, you spend on your addiction philip thank you for calling in you got anything else for us today brother no, I just wanted to say the only criteria we have, just as the pastor pointed out, your willingness to change. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah, yeah, you Thank do. You, you do need to have that, and and uh, you know, so many of us, it, it doesn't happen until we hit bottom. But you don't have to wait till then. That's <laughs> you, you don't That's have true. To, you don't have to wait till then. Philip, I love you, brother, and uh, I, I will see you Monday. In fact, and uh, looking forward to our next meeting. 
That sounds great. Have a great one, and you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, and we're you, praying sir. for your gala because I know that's important, and and people lifting need to help up. lifting it up. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. See you, brother. Bye, bye. God bless you. All right. If you'd like to join the the program, you can call eight hundred eight zero eight five five four eight. That's eight hundred eight zero eight five five four eight. So let's get back to. Okay, you're in prison. You've hit your knees on April the 29th, 1993. Love that date. And uh, and you're in prison. Now you're ministering to other people. Prison's completely different. You're getting the help you need through the drug treatment program. You're ministering to other folks that are in there. Uh, so, Well, there was one little little glitch there. Okay. I got six months. I almost graduated the safe P. All right. Should have ultimately been released on probation with two years of aftercare. Okay. And uh, my existing parole was revoked. Oh, no. And so instead of getting out to the transitional, they shoved me back into the main prison. Well, God had somebody so, he wanted you to, to minister to there. Well, I tell you, the truth is, is that my number was changed five times. I made five separate trips through the process of getting photographed and fingerprinted and set into place. Uh, it really, really went on for a while. I moved all around the state. But the, what I got in that program for recovery, the tools that was afforded me in the change of, of, of discipleship is what I like to call it. You know? Sure, sure. It was so phenomenal that it it, it just, I walked it out. I, I actually got to put it into practice in a prison setting before I had the chance to walk it out outside. You know, that's one reason, you know, it doesn't have to be prison. That's one reason why seven months, this open doors, and sometimes it's a 10-month program. You know, you just can't, uh, you know, God love the people that run the 28-day programs, and I know they're well-meaning, and some people get it, but that's a really short time to get your yeah. get, 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 get your mind straight and to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and, and well, we you like, really need longer. We like to think that the the shortest, uh, the, the longest path is the shortest. You know, it's like uh, it's like the, the turtle and the rabbit, you know. Right. Uh, the turtle just makes a beeline for the finish line, and the rabbit's just all over the place, and he he exhausts himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I've, kind I've of what happens that. in addiction. You, it, know, it, you just run yourself crazy. You can, and you can go down in all kinds of rabbit I mean, trails. I, I really look back and realize that I could have went with a program like that seven months or one year or even a two-year program. Right. And I would have been far you know, ahead if I would have just let myself go through the process. But I wouldn't until I got myself in enough trouble. Mm-hmm. to knock out five years right, right. more well because god knows what we need yeah. you know and he did have a mighty purpose in your life and, and definitely no regrets on that i just you know it's, now when you were in prison uh you had a relationship where somebody thought that you had some potential saw what god had in store for you for the ministry if i understand things right well uh the one thing i mean there was actually several people my counselor in the safety okay. looked at me one day and he said man uh, I think you could be a CEO. I didn't even know what a CEO was. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And today I am one. So, yeah, yeah. You know, so I didn't, I just, it didn't even register with me, but he saw potential in me there and he spoke into that. Uh, I had a spiritual father uh, that, that brought the word to me uh, on my, uh, let's see, that would have been my third trip to prison. Okay. And about halfway through it, I went to the chapel that night to rededicate my life to the Lord. And Dr. Paul Carlin was preaching in the chapel there in Clemens Unit down in Brazoria. Doing what you do now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and the Lord spoke to me, you know, and uh, he said, I can use you like I use Dr. Paul if you'll get out of my way. Yeah. And I mean, I knew that God was calling me to minister, and I like, 
can we do something else, maybe like a drug counselor, maybe? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> something a little bit, you know, less holy, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, of course, you run, but you can't hide, you know? No, you can't. If he's got a so calling. I got out. I, I, I just didn't, I didn't do well again, you know, and I ended up back in the, in the drugs and the alcohol again. And like I say, it was that, that particular thing was behind a broken relationship and such, but the, the problem was in my heart, right. you know, and God always starts with what we believe in our heart. Yes. So like somebody's out there listening to us right now and they're suffering real hard and they don't really know how to connect the dots, but do they have a, just a simple childlike faith and belief in their heart? that God is good. Amen. And that he could help them. That's what it takes. Take that heart of stone and turn it into a heart of flesh and a loving heart. So I kind of ran from the calling. Yeah. But I ran right into his arms. Okay. And Wonder- so that last, that last time, by the third hour of my last arrest with that meeting with my mother and, you know, included, I was in that cell doing business with him and it's been on ever since. Amen. Amen. So it's so hard. You know, what I admire about the work you're doing is, it's it's so hard for people that get out of prison uh, to reincorporate into society, um, either because they've got their own emotional baggage or because it's so hard to get a job because they've got a record. Uh, yeah, it is very hard. They don't know where to go. You know, many of them, families disassociated themselves at this point, or, or they don't have any family left, or you know, it's it's just so. So, what happened to you? How did you come out of prison and get so involved in this ministry? How did you get going? Well, when I first got out, of course, um, you know, my parents, they, they, they absolutely came back on my side 100%. And, they could uh, see you were transformed. Uh, yeah, my dad, he became my greatest fan. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, when, he, when he passed away, I held his head in my hands oh, and, and just ministered the love of Jesus to him. He, I saw him leave, you know, but it was, um, it was a big transformation. But when I got out, I went to their home okay. and I went to church. Okay, praise and the Lord. I mean, I couldn't get there fast enough. <laughs> and at a prayer meeting, I met the guy who would be my first employer. Okay. And it was just like, it was a miracle because he, he says to me on meeting me at the prayer meeting and hearing me pray, he says, uh, so where do you preach? And I said, well, I just got out of jail, you know, I just got out of prison. <laughs> and he said, well, you're, you'll need a job. He says, here, here's my card. Look me up and, and, and let's see if we can find something for you to do. You know, that's the thing I find in the faith community that's so wonderful, and people don't, there's always people out there ready to help. If you just go to church, don't go to a bar, you're not right. going to find a job in a bar. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're going you're gonna to find people that, are, that, that if your heart has changed, as we talked about, that are going to help you. I mean, they're just there. It's just amazing. God is so good. So when did Cool Ministries begin? Well, when I got out, it okay. was on a Friday night. Okay. I met that gentleman on Tuesday night Praise at the prayer the Lord. meeting. On Wednesday night, I met the woman I would marry oh, five wow. months later. Now, she's, you know, we haven't talked about her yet, but she's involved in every aspect of she's this ministry. She's 26 plus years clean and sober and sold out and on fire for God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. She's so anointed. She drips Jesus. Amen. And a good wife, I mean, is a good, the Bible oh, tells man, us, is a wonderful she, thing. She it, loves the Lord. My, my wife is, I'm so fortunate. You know, I, I told you that we were separated for three years when I was going through my difficulties, and but we serve a God of restoration. He brought, when my heart changed, he brought us back together, and she's involved in all my ministries. 
Ministries and just my best friend and, and just Hallelujah. wonderful. And we do all this stuff together and all, all of God's work. And so it, that, is, that is truly a blessing. So, okay, go through that again. So you get out on Friday night. Get out on Friday. Okay. Get, meet the, the man that I would work for, you know, on Tuesday at the prayer meeting. On Wednesday night, she comes blowing into the Bible study late. And uh, she just got in from Aspen, Colorado for a minute, and she ends up, the pastor, he, he says, look, you know, I know this guy. I ministered to him while he was in jail. I, uh, I, I you know, you got to be careful helping people when they first get out, you know, because money can be a trigger. Sure. He said, but I really know he's really straight. He's really strong and sold out to the Lord. I want to sow a little bit of money into his hands, and he's going to need clothes. He's going to need a vehicle. He's got to get a job, you know, this and that. And she, he says, does anybody in here have an extra vehicle? And she reluctantly raised her hand and sewed a van and Whoa. reaped a man. Wow. <laughs> her name is Jan, and God had a plan. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's wonderful. That so is wonderful. I ended up, I got another car not too long after that, and I gave the van back to the church. But uh, me and Jan got married five months later, and we've been Praise together uh, 22 years. Praise the Lord. Um, come, well, coming up on our well, we'll have you on here again. We'll have to get her on, too, this next time. So, and If she wants to come oh, on she, there. She's yeah. awesome. Uh, oh, that, that is so cool. So when, when did Cool Ministry start? Okay, so I had it in my heart to start a ministry. Sure. And I had this acronym for Cool, and I had some other ideas about what we Tell might do. Tell us what Cool is again, because we may have different listeners now right. than we it's, did earlier. It's, it's Christ over our life. Amen. It, it's grammatically incorrect on purpose, because he's not in everybody's life. Yeah. We're many members, but we're one body. He's the head Amen. of this body. Yes, he is. The Apostle Paul said, I died, yet I live, yet not I, but he that liveth in me. Amen. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And yes, there's he is. no way to the Father but through him. Amen. 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 And so I carried this in my spirit. We finally got together with another couple. Uh, we actually, God had allowed us to be used. My wife led this precious woman to, uh, to a, a real sold-out relationship with Christ. Her husband got born again listening to a, a bootleg Tony Evans tape in his car on his way to work. God will use anything. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so we sit down with them in a Fuddruckers, and we told them about our vision and what, what was in my spirit. We went to their home, sit down in their living room. He was a technical uh, business writer, and he started putting all this down on paper. And the next thing I know, the four of us co-founded together Cool Ministries Incorporated, and the Lord just shot it out of the water like a rocket ship. How awesome is that? So what, what year is that? 1999. The fall of 99 is when we fall, uh, founded it. Okay. In the fall of 99. We became a 501c3 in about March of 01, and, uh, or 2000 maybe. But anyway, we've been just go, at, going at it ever since. Amen. And did you start in the beginning with everything you're doing now, with the, with the recovery meetings and the, and the prison we, reintegration? We actually did start with a Christ Center 12-step recovery meeting. At that time, we were, uh, Jan and I were actually under a different covering for our recovery process. And so we were teaching Christians against substance abuse. Okay. And we did that for about a year, and we loved every minute of it. And then the Lord said, well, I want you to, I want you to start cool recovery. And so we, we came up with our own signature statement and we rewrote the 12 steps and we put as much Jesus in it as we could. And well, that, and you know, that's a people, a lot of people out there that are in the faith-based community have an aversion to the 12 step program. But, you know, we've had people on this air, uh, on this radio show 
that didn't know Jesus and were resistant to Jesus. And they started with the 12 steps, and then they began to see the power of God in those 12 steps, and they came to Jesus. Absolutely. So, so, but I love the fact that you've rewritten it to, to incorporate Jesus, because that's what people have a problem with, the God of our understanding. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, because it's not... The problem with addiction is when it's the God of our understanding, that in, can, tends to be us, and that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, he, so. he says, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll Amen. direct your path. Yeah, a- Amen. So... Um, let's let's talk about that a little bit. So, uh, what t- tell us about a typical cool recovery uh, meeting on on again Monday nights? Yeah, Monday nights at seven p.m. and then Wednesdays and Fridays from twelve to one p.m. Okay, I'm going to make one on a Monday night because that's a, that's a, that'd be a good night for me. I'll bring I, my wife. So, I have a really great facilitator on that night. Uh, okay, a young man named Matt Brunt, and he is just. He is so anointed and so powerful. And so what, uh, tell us the address of where people would come. 5005 West 34th Street and Suite 103C. Okay. And that's Houston, Texas, 77092. It's about a quarter mile off of 290 West on 34th. Sits on the corner of Kingswood and 34th. You know, iron sharpens iron as as one person sharpens another. You need that fellowship if you're walking through the recovery. You need to be with other brothers and sisters in Christ. Who, who can strengthen you, who can uh, you pour into your life, who can help you. These kind of recovery, faith-based recovery meetings are crucial, to, especially to somebody that's new in their walk. And then they're crucial to for other people to come in after after you've you got to give it away, man. <laughs> got, Absolutely. You, you do. Freely and, you've been given. You, freely give. And, and uh, that's in the Bible, and that's also the, the 12th step. So, uh, you know, that's that's what we've got to do. So what could people expect if they came to one of your meetings? Well, it's a, it's a very um, – it's a casual setting. Okay. And so we, we put some coffee on, and we get some snacks and, you know, sweets out there and sit down at the table and open the Bible, and we have a format. It's very simple. The cool signature statement basically starts out, at cool, we accept the word of God as absolute truth. Amen. The word of God is infallible, inerrant, irrefutable, undeniable, God-inspired, God-breathed, and all-sufficient. And no matter what any or all of us does, says, feels, or thinks, if it does not line up with God's word, we are wrong and God is right. (laughs) Always. And so we just kind of delve into there. That's a little statement, you know, that's made. And then then we read the 12 steps and the associated scriptures. And it's not uncommon for us to maybe make a highlight, but this is not really a focus on 12 steps, mm-hmm. but the steps of a righteous person are ordered by God. Yes, they are. And so when we think of 12 steps in its entirety, it's, it's, a, it's a community. There's a whole community around the world, the literal world of 12-step people. There are. From all kinds of walks of life. And, and it's different. not just people think about it as Alcoholics Anonymous. There's Narcotics Anonymous. There's Sex Addicts Anonymous. That's right. There's Overeaters Anonymous. There's a 12-step program on just about everything. And there are variations of it, faith-based uh, recovery places, faith-based places that have, like yours, that mm-hmm. incorporate principles of the 12-step because they're out of the Bible. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. The, yeah, the, those and, principles. And, I mean, we just really, we, we just fall in love with the whole concept and, and whether, and, and even the secular program. I mean, I actually wear the AA symbol on my neck, but I put a cross in the center of it. I had Praise it welded Lord. on there. Praise the Lord. And the reason why is because uh, I 
transition from you know pastor we're gonna have to have you on here again because we didn't even touch it because we we didn't talk about i'm going to just summarize real quick pastor board sent this curriculum out to all the prisons across the state uh he's got appointments coming up in 2021 we're praying that the life returns to normal and that he can get back in the prisons and other people we've had on here that are doing prison reentry. you know folks jesus is everywhere if you just open your eyes and, and and look for him you know we we have a a uh, ministry that's very similar to Cool Recoveries, the ministry part of it of, about the recovery. We meet on Friday nights at 7 o'clock at 901 Wilson Road at New Covenant Church. It's called Covenant Recovery Ministries, and we do much of the same thing. We have a um, uh, praise and worship. We have a short biblical message, and then we break into men's and women's groups. Also, folks, uh, as you, many of you know, I started a church. We started a church, and God started a church <laughs> in March 1st. It's called New Covenant Church Greater Heights. Uh, I'm preaching now online. We'll be back in our building very soon, we pray. But uh, at 6 p.m. on Sundays, you can go to our Facebook page, New Covenant Church Greater Heights. I preached last week. The title of the message was All, all You Need Is Love. And this week, it's going to be looking for love in all the wrong places, So, oh, which, nice. is, <laughs> yeah, which is appropriate for this show, for sure. Absolutely. So, you know, we just love you here at Recovery Radio. This has been an incredible show. Thank you, Pastor Boyd, for joining us. Thank you, man. Remember, we love you at Recovery Radio Houston, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll see you next week. Hallelujah. God bless y'all.